All right, welcome to the Shout Out Atlanta podcast. We hope it'll become a part of your daily routine because in just 15 minutes a day, you'll learn two life lessons, one for your personal life and one for your professional life from some of the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives in town. All right, so today on the pod, we've got the brilliant and insightful author, educator, speaker, and host, Andrew Snorton. There is so much to learn from Andrew. Andrew's got a ton of fun stories, but one of our favorites is how his first book came into existence. So it was his debut was actually supposed to be his second book, but his first book was almost completed when his laptop crashed. And even though he was able to recover about 85% of the items on his hard drive, the manuscript for his first book wasn't one of them. And so as you can imagine, he wasn't too happy until he thought about it and he felt that maybe it happened for a reason. And this wasn't supposed to be his first book. So he's smart, wise beyond his years. And I think there's just so much to learn from him and how he looks at the ups and downs in life. And so Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Let's kick things off with your story. Tell our listeners how you got to where you are today. And if I missed anything juicy about the first book being lost on the uh, crashed hard drive, please let us know. That's quite the crazy experience, and I'm sure folks are, you know, definitely interested in hearing more about it. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on and for your audience and everybody listening. I hope everyone's having a good day and a good week. I'll answer briefly how I got here and definitely go back into what happened with the first book that never happened. Uh, I'm originally from the state of New Jersey, uh, attended college at Wake Forest University, before going into what I'm doing now, I worked in the insurance industry on the investigation, and I taught in Gwinnett County Public Schools uh, in Metro Atlanta, where I taught language arts, social studies, drama and theater arts, journalism, and I even did the after-school sports program, and I advised yearbook. I know, interesting, a little bit of everything. From there, I transitioned into doing grant writing for uh, different nonprofits, including the Lead Foundation. Now what I'm doing under my business umbrella, Creative Community Solutions, is my education-based services range from in-person to virtual tutoring, ACT and SAT prep for individuals. I've worked with a couple of different high schools in Metro Atlanta and uh, Upward Bound in the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Uh, on the press and media end, I actually have my own show with the Status Network called The Conversation Corner, which airs every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I also handle press and media for different um, small businesses and individuals, including 1820 Hats, who's doing some amazing, amazing work in uh, fashion. And then on the writing end, I've written three books and I've recorded four audio books to date. Now, getting back into what happened, uh, my first book I was working on in 2016, it was going to be a collection of political essays based on the political landscape during that election cycle and all that that was going on. Uh, I was probably about two thirds of the way done when my old laptop showed its age and just crashed. Uh, and of the things I was able to recover, that manuscript was one of the things I was not able to recover. So when I first found out, needless to say, the first 10 to 15 minutes after finding out, that was not a pleasant experience. I think I probably was creative and used every word under the sun and made up a couple of words too. But once I calmed down, I kind of paused and I'm like, maybe that wasn't what I was supposed to do first. So I always knew I wanted to do a poetry book 
so that was going to be my second book, but the book Deeper Than Your Deepest Sleep, Thoughts on Love with Joseph Snorton, which is a poetry book, and it'd be in my first book. So I was able to kind of just calm down and redirect, and I thought about the quotes, delays don't mean defeat, and I also thought about the quote, sometimes a setback is a setup for your comeback. And once I kind of calmed down and looked at it through those lenses, I was able to redirect myself and rechannel my energy. And from there, things really, you know, started picking up. You know, when things like that happen, they're not exactly the greatest and you have every right to do what you can to constructively get it out of your system. But then once that happens, it's kind of just calm down and, and see what direction you really need to go in. And sometimes it's a better direction. Perfect. Um, Thank you so much for that intro. I think it really gives our listeners a great sense of you and your personality. But uh, now let's jump right into the lessons portion of our chat. So folks come to this podcast because we promise them that in less than 15 minutes a day, they're going to have a chance to learn a couple of great lessons from folks who've been there, done that, survived, thrived, and made their mark. So we'll ask you to share two lessons. And more importantly, the stories behind how you learn those lessons. First, let's start with the lesson from your professional life. So can you share um, what you think is the most important, unexpected lesson and, and the backstory of how you came to learn that lesson from your professional life? That's a really good question. Uh, to keep it simple, have a solid work ethic, have a solid work product, be respectful of yourself and be respectful of your clients or customer base. So what does that mean? Your work ethic. Um, some days are not easy. Um, there are some days they're as smooth as sandpaper and smooth as sandpaper means it's going to be rough. There might be some times that you have longer hours and things along those lines, but don't be afraid of hard work. That's something that I've learned and I've seen. So don't be afraid of hard work when it comes to your work ethic, uh, your work product. Remember, your name is attached to it, so you want to do as quality a job as possible because if your name's attached to it, you do a quality job, chances are that means you're going to do a quality job with your customer base or clients or whoever, and you never know who's paying attention to those things, your work product and your work ethics. So you just want to do as solid a job as you can. Um, Respect yourself. From the standpoint of you know what it takes in order to get to where you are, always be open to learning new approaches, you know, sharpening your skill sets, things of that nature. But don't let anybody demean or downgrade the hard work that you've done. And by the same token, be respectful of your client base because think about it. You might be a photographer and they might know 10 or 15 other photographers, but they chose you for a reason. Um, be, be, be appreciative of that. And then when you have all those other moving parts working you know, in tandem or working together, in general, you're going to put yourself in a position where great things can happen. You'll get referrals. You'll get more people that want to work with you. You'll get more people that will want to speak your name in rooms that you're not even in because of how solid a job you do. So those would be the main takeaways that I would hope anyone you know can use and apply. Perfect. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. And let's jump right into the personal, the lesson from your personal life. What's the lesson and what's the story? Again, another great question. Um, I'm going to share a quote 
and share two brief stories to help really show that quote in action. And the quote that I like to use a lot is stay grounded, stay humble, and stay hungry. And what I might mean by that is staying grounded, whether you're a person of faith or philosophy or what have you, you understand there's something higher. And that really is where everything stems from. So for me, it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And understanding that's where all my gifts, my talents, everything comes from. So I have to make sure I'm acknowledging. And with continued acknowledgement, there's going to be continued blessings in some way, shape, or form. Staying humble means you just try to keep everything in perspective. Like you're not ashamed of your success. You speak about your success you know, intelligently and passionately and purposefully, you do take time to celebrate whenever you've achieved something, especially if you had to work through, you know, some shenanigans or what have you. But you don't want to be so locked in in celebration mode that you start getting complacent, you start getting lazy and things of that nature. And by the flip side, you know, when things don't go so well, it does mean you don't hurt, you're not angry, you're not upset, you're not disappointed, but you take the time you need in order to heal, in order to recover, and ask yourself, what did I learn from this and how can I apply what I've learned so I avoid these types of situations? And then staying hungry kind of ties in with your success. You know, you do need to take time to look back and see what have you achieved, what have you accomplished, but you can't st- stay there. There's more for you to do. So like there's more writing for me to do. There's more work for me to do. There's more speaking. There's still more out there. So I'm not saying that to downgrade what I've done. I feel like, you know, in a limited amount of time, I've, I've been able to do some things, but I know that there's more and I have to keep building off of that. So two quick stories um, that I think really highlight that was um, Back in June of 2018, I did a book signing in Birmingham at a great venue, the Wine Loft Birmingham. Um, Afterwards, we had, you know, we had some light refreshments and I had some leftovers and something inside of me came out and asked the question, hey, where are the homeless? And we went to one of the parks, not too, too far from the venue, found some homeless people and I let them know, hey, look, sir, look, ma'am. We have this type of food, that type of food. It might not work for your palate, but, and I was about to say, if you or someone you know, and they just stopped me, and it wasn't being rude, but they're like, sir, we haven't eaten in about two or three days, so whatever you'll give us, we will gladly take. And when I went to my hotel that night, I was thinking back to how my first book came into being. And it's like, if I had gotten so mad about that laptop crash, I would have never gotten to the point of doing, quote, my second book, which is really my first book. And if I hadn't been in Birmingham that night, there's somebody who would have gone hungry even longer or worse. So the first book, if I don't remember anything else, I'll always remember that. And that gives me a whole lot of perspective you know why I did that one. The second one in regards to staying grounded, humble, and hungry, it kind of ties in. You never know who's paying attention to you. And I um, was one of the people I'm doing press and media for with 1820 hats. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't have a clue when we met back in like December of 2020. 
I didn't have a clue what we were meeting about, but um, I have to give shouts to Kristen Kinder. And what she shared with me was that I see something in you that I feel is going to work. And I, for lack of a term, I need you in this role. And and I remember that night I, I struggled because I'm like, do I really want to do this? Um, you know, you want to do things right. And then, you know, I got myself calmed down and it's like this adage, why not me? And she chose me for a reason. And I, I, I thought, I prayed, co-signed on it. And I'm very blessed and very fortunate with, with the great things that they're doing to really be a part of that. So by staying grounded, humble and hungry, they're going to be pathways. They're going to be open to you. They're going to be engagement and growth opportunities that are going to present themselves that quote, you don't see coming. I might've said that before, but I think by going about your business in that manner and just going about how you treat people in that manner as best as possible, um, there's some great things that can happen. So great question. All right. Perfect. So, uh, you know, really appreciate you sharing all of these stories with us and the wisdom and the knowledge and the insight, all of that really, really appreciate it. Uh, before we go, what's the best way for our audience to reach out or learn more, um, or just even just simply show their support? Again, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. Uh, the best ways for people to stay connected with me on social media under the author end, if they add author Ace Norton, so that's A U T H O R A S N O R T O N on Instagram. Twitter, YouTube, those are great ways to stay connected, as well as my Facebook page, author Andrew Snorton, A-U-T-H-O-R-A-N-D-R-E-W-S-N-O-R-T-O-N. On the business end, if you add A Snorton CCS on Instagram and Twitter, those are going to be the best ways. And if you add Creative Community Solutions on Facebook and YouTube, those are also ways to stay connected. On the web, if you add asnortoncs.com, again, is asnortoncs.com. That would be a great way to stay connected. The author website, which is asnortoncs.wixsite.com backslash author page. Again, asnortoncs.wixsite.com backslash author page. Folks, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us and we hope you'll join us again next time. Till then, take care, please subscribe, leave a review and support our guests or other small businesses, artists and creatives in the community.